Welcome to the IoT Idols podcast. I'm Ryan Cousins, co-founder and CEO of Critical. We help bring bleeding-edge technology products to market through a combination of hardware and software modules and professional engineering services. We believe every innovator has a powerful collection of experiences and knowledge that can help inspire others in their field. If you have a story you'd like to share, stick around at the end of the show and we'll explain how you can be a guest on one of our upcoming episodes. In just 15 to 20 minutes, you could be the next IoT Idol. Thanks for listening and enjoy the episode. Hi, friends, and welcome back to IoT Idols Innovators to Watch. I'm your host, Rye, and I'm always excited to be amazing innovators that we get to meet here on this show. And today is no exception. I'm really excited. Skylar, thank you so much for agreeing to spend some time with me today. No problem. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, Skylar, I I like to start all of our shows because none of us seem to have woken up, gone to university and said, this is what I want to do with my life. So I want to start by asking you, what were you studying? What was your plan. I know I know you had a plan. This is what I was going to be when I grew up. Is this what you were planning on being? No, not at all. Um, so I went to university for chemical engineering um, and I'd worked at oil refineries a couple of times. I worked in iodine plant. I, I was all about the plant life. Um, and then I got married at the end of my junior year and we went back to Texas to work for a big refining company. And Texas did not agree with my wife at all. Um, and so we said, well, if you can't live in Texas, then um, probably shouldn't go into oil and gas. Just seemed like, you know, a logical decision. So we just started looking at mining. Then we could be out in the Mountain West, you know, and something like that. We have family out here. Um, and so I was going to work for a copper and gold company. And then COVID hit. Manufacturing all over the world went down. Copper demand tanked. And they had to take back their job offers. Um, and so... I found a company here in Salt Lake that does industrial controls and interviewed with them. They have really deep connections with BYU where I went to school. Um, and they said, man, we'd love to hire you, but we're as uncertain as everybody, but we've got this company next door. They're an industrial sales company and they're looking for someone to kind of do some more technical stuff, build some systems for them, help them expand their product offering um, through some programming and things like that. And I said, sure, I'll give it a try for, a year. And so we're eight months into that and I'm hooked on it. I, I love the business side of things. I love learning about the different products and just the breadth of people we get to talk to here. That's amazing. Skylar, thank you so much for sharing that with me. What a, what a unique journey. Yeah. And it's just getting started. I know, right? <laughs> so tell me a little bit about RSP Supply. What is it that uh, you all are doing over there? So RSP Supply is mostly an e-commerce um, distributor of industrial hardware. Um, so they've been a company since about 2009. Um, so our founder was, his name's Tom Smith, and he has the, had a lot of successful companies, but he's been doing service industries as most like. So he did pools and concrete and landscaping. His brother's a PhD chemical engineer out of BYU, um, and he attended BYU himself. And when everything crashed in 2008, people stopped putting in pools, right? Those are expensive. And so his brother said, I think there's an opportunity in the market here. Um, so he did a, a market analysis and he came up to Salt Lake um, and sort of started RSP. And so it was a one-man show for about three years. And then he hired on another guy for, so it was a two-man show for about three years. And we brought on a sales team, um, which we've had for about three years. Now they've brought on me. 
to sort of help with the sort of accelerate the growth and do technical development and things like that. Um, but we've had really steady growth. We had a, a couple of really good years. And even last year with COVID, we were able to grow about 20%, uh, which we we're really pleased with. You know, a lot of people that our suppliers have talked to said that their volume went down and our volume maintained or went up with pretty much all of our suppliers. So we, we were pretty lucky. Um, and we feel like that's because of our e-commerce platform, right? You know, people can't do lunch and learns with vendors. It's harder to do sales, but ordering stuff on the internet is just the same, if not more convenient and, and more used than ever. So. And what types of clients do you all work with? Uh, so we love to work with systems integrators. Um, so, you know, Tom's brother, Dale, he runs a process control company. And so companies like that, because then they kind of do the sales for us, right? We get them special integrator pricing and do everything we can to work with them. And then they say, well, we've got a dozen clients. We work with the oil refinery. So they're in at Holly Frontier and Chevron here in Salt Lake. But they also work with a lot of water and wastewater plants. So they're, at, you know, um, you know, Salt Lake City water and some of the really big water districts in the state. Um, and so people like that that are in the process industries um, but we're looking to expand more into the manufacturing side of things as we expand our product offering as well. So what types of products are you offering? <laughs> um, so we recently just looked at our, our so did an analysis of last year and our, our biggest lines that we sell, Hoffman Enclosures are big, Schneider Electric and Phoenix Contact. We have um, pretty much all their products. And that's kind of was a big part of why they brought me on. They said, we've got these quality brands but we want to have everything. So you can come to our website, you can say, if it's Phoenix Contact, they sell it. And so, you know, power supplies, relays, everything. But then also a lot of PLCs, um, antennas, um, radios, anything like that. Um, and that's our goal is to eventually become a one-stop shop where if you have a job, you can buy every single product from our website, you know, put it in your cart and off you go, right? You don't have to call 12 different reps. You don't have to order off of five different sites. One company, one order, one person to call if you have questions and or changes or updates or things like that. Because right now, especially in manufacturing, there is no such thing as a one-stop shop. Like you do have to call a number of different vendors in order to complete a project so often. Yeah. And that's one thing where we're hoping we can sort of differentiate ourselves, especially by talking to you guys and connecting with your audience is IOT is sort of something new and we're hoping we can become the IOT place. And my boss loves to say that high tide raises all boats. And so, you know, by getting products and ideas from you guys, you know, people come to our site to see your stuff and buy other things, but also people will come to our site to buy Hoffman Enclosure and see your products. And so we kind of all grow together um, as we build that brand for ourselves and, and bring you guys into that, that network. Amazing. Well, that's really exciting. Uh, what so in terms of differentiation, Skylar, you were you were mentioned, I mean, the e-commerce side, especially in your industry, like that seems like a pretty big differentiator already because a lot of vendors and a lot of uh distributors, they have e-commerce, but it's so hard. It's I mean, it's probably harder than going through a 5,000 page <laughs> catalog like we had to do back in the day, right? Right, yeah. Um, and so, you know, we, we've tried to make it easy and it's kind of, we, we talk to a lot of reps from the manufacturers because, you know, they're used to the catalogs and they say, oh yeah, this is how I, I get someone a product. You know, I say, ask them this question. Okay. Now I know it's in this section and ask them this question. I turn to this page and ask them this question and it's this product. And so we try to make our website do the exact same thing with our adaptive filters where, you know, 
the most three, top three important questions are those first filters. You know, what products are you looking for? Voltage, amperage, um, you know, and things like that. Just the obvious questions that normally you might do with a salesperson over the phone, but our website can walk you through really just as easily. Well, we always like to talk about the IoT of things. And obviously, e-commerce is is a big way that businesses have been able to adapt and to take their product offering online and also help solve problems faster because we don't have to flip through the pages anymore. And one thing that, I, that I'm curious, Skylar, when you look at your product offerings, you know, are there products right now uh, that you are carrying or that you distribute that have really utilize the internet of things or is this a product category that you guys are really starting to get into i definitely say we're kind of emerging into it we don't have a whole lot of things uh, there's a company called samsara that we've talked about getting their products in the near future um, and we think that'll be kind of the way we can bust into the market um, but we do have one product we kind of want to highlight so our sister company apco um, they've developed a product called the src secure remote connect um, and basically what it is, it's a plug and play, uh, thing that helps you create a VPN for your, for your, um, like industrial network. And so, especially during COVID, they're trying to limit the number of people coming into the plants. And so for APCO, normally they would have, you know, six guys at a water district or three guys at a refinery, but they don't want them to come in if they don't have to. And so a technology like this sets up the VPN and then it gives you control. You can say, well, we want to give them access for two hours, say, and it has a, a timer relay on there and things like that. Um, so it gives you really easy control of your network. You've got to plug in power and your networks and everything else is in the box. And that's something where we'd love to work with your, you know, your audience as well is sort of getting those plug and play options. You guys might be developing the next best product, the next best widget. Um, like, for example, the SRC is powered by a TOSI box, which creates the VPN keys. But if you just buy a TOSI box, how are you going to put that into your system? Whereas if you buy an SRC, you plug it in the wall, you plug in your network cables, and you have a product ready to go. And so we have a panel shop that can help you that. We have all the other products. So we'd love to be able to help design and, and sort of create some of those uh, turnkey solutions as well. That's so cool. Because there is a new way of doing business now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And especially, you know, with contractors, you know, plants run on contractors, especially during like turnarounds and things like that. And that's just been so hard right now. So, yeah. So this will allow contractors and employees to kind of work remotely, but like you actually have a little bit of control around that network, even being remote. Exactly. Yeah. That's so cool. Well, and that's something that comes from introducing the Internet of Things into our everyday processes. And Skylar, one of the things that I always like to ask our guests is when you think of the Internet of Things over the last 20 years and now forecast the next 20 years, what are some of the things that you are most excited for when it comes to innovation? Um. I mean, that's hard to say, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure you too. the last 20 years, there's been so much development, you know, I'm just fresh out of university, so 20 years ago, I wasn't thinking about any of this stuff, right? Um, <laughs> but I think really just as things become more and more mobile centered, you know, I mean, you're always going to have to have the infrastructure and, you know, the big DCS systems and your plants and operating rooms, but the more and more that you can do things remotely, you know, check on things from your phone um, or from a tablet or from the office. I mean, you've already got systems for doing that for the uh, retrieval and data historians that help you do that. But the more and more you can bring that convenience to people and faster troubleshooting, 
And then also, I think just the more and more data you get and the more and more computing power, the more you can run these processes autonomously, right? I mean, already you've got so much process control, but even more and more edge cases and, you know, process upsets can be handled automatically rather than needing an operator response, I think. That was all great points, Skylar. I One of the things for me, I love thinking and contemplating what, what could come, but one of the things that... Uh, even being a part of this show has has really woken me up to is we had uh, Jay Adelstein on and we were talking about just some of the things in this world where we haven't been collecting data for so long. And we were in that application, we were talking about old pinball machines and the fact that there's so many sensors in there that there are ways now that we can extract that data and have the, you know, really communicate with the pinball machine and understand what types of things that the data points that it's collecting. And I think about that example and just think about all of the other examples of like how much data have we been leaving on the table for years? Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I, I just love looking at data. I'm a baseball fan. And so I love baseball because it's got more data than any sport. It's been around for 100 years. Um, and so you're right. There's so many trends and things that you might never understand just by having data and then having people look at it. I think data science is definitely like a huge field that's exploding. That I think over the next years, that will be another change. You know, rather than just computer science, there's going to be data science programs that really focus on pairing the statistics and analysis with computer science concepts. Absolutely. And it just makes sense that we have that. I mean, data really does control the world around us now. Yeah. Skylar, what's the best way for our audience to stay connected to you? And then where do we go to visit your company's website? Uh, so to stay connected, we're, we kind of just recently launched our social media campaign. You know, as we expanded, hired a couple more people. It's amazing what you can do with just one or two more people when you're not a bare bones crew. And so we're going to be active on LinkedIn. Look up RSP Supply. We're going to be active on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as well for RSP Supply. And then you can always go to our website, rspsupply.com. Um, and especially highlight, I guess, our YouTube channel as well, RSP Supply on YouTube. Um, we release uh, an educational video every single week on some new topic, and we'd love to get more feedback on what you guys um, would like to know more about. You know, if there's certain products you want us to highlight and talk about the benefits, if there's concepts that you're always having to train people on. Um, and we actually start just releasing transcripts for each of our videos. And so if you prefer to read it rather than watch it, or if you want to put together a training book, we'd love for you to use our material for training. And so you can go to YouTube or go to our website to get those transcripts and, and watch those videos. Awesome. Skylar, thank you so much for sharing that with us. No problem. Great. Well, Skylar, I am so grateful that you were able to take the time and hang out with me today on IoT Idols. You are absolutely an innovator that we are excited to connect with and to continue watching. Thank you so much. I'm excited to, to listen to the rest of the episodes of the podcast and uh, see, see what's on the horizon. Oh, thank you so much. And of course, thanks to all of you for tuning in. We're so grateful for you to take the time today, hanging out with me and Skylar, talking about IoT innovation. And of course, thank you to Critical. Be sure to check out our show notes. You'll have links to connect with Skylar more, to go directly to rspsupply.com. And of course, check out other episodes of IoT Idols, Innovators to Watch. We'll see you soon.
Hey, this is Critical CEO Ryan Cousins again. Thanks for listening to this episode of the IoT Idols podcast. If you're an accomplished engineer, inventor, product manager, or technology entrepreneur, and would like to be featured on an upcoming episode, please go to critical.com slash podcast slash apply. That's K-R-T-K-L dot com slash podcast slash apply. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend or share it on social media and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. If you know someone you'd like to have us interview, let them know about the show or tag them on social media using the hashtag IoT Idols. We're always looking for great guests eager to share their stories with our audience. We're regularly posting new episodes, so make sure you subscribe to our podcast, follow us on social media, and join our mailing list at critical.com. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, be excellent.